Standing Chimney will be open again on Saturday, April 3rd from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. That's Saturday, April 3rd from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Be sure to stop by and get crafts, seasonal items, and baked goods. More information is available on facebook.com slash standingchimney. Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. Today we're going to bring you a new hamburger sandwich. And this is the Cuban Frida Burger or Frida Cubana. And it is a fried hamburger just like it says in the name. So don't cook this any other way. I'm starting off with a warning. <laughs> I'm starting with early with a warning on the cooking method. Okay, we heard about this type of a burger on a cooking show and immediately started doing some research on it because the picture of it looked really, really fantastic. So we did some research. I found about a half dozen or so recipes for this particular burger, but a lot of them were not right. They didn't seem right. So I started looking up Cuban recipe blogs particularly to see if I could find recipes or any information about the Frida Cubana. And I found a couple of them. I found a couple of good Cuban recipe blogs that really kind of told the story about the burger. It kind of explained why it exists, I guess would be the thing. And it's been around, this sandwich has been around for a long time. And it seems to have developed in Cuba when hamburgers began to be popular in American restaurants. From the one blog that I read, the person said that when hamburgers first came to Cuba and they were popular in restaurants because they were popular in America, they weren't good enough. They weren't spicy enough. They weren't flavorful enough because, of course, old hamburger recipes that you find from like the, I don't know, like the 30s and 40s. I have some really old cookbooks and I have found some very interesting hamburger sandwich recipes. And basically, uh, you would tell your butcher to grind uh, chuck roast for you with a certain grind size and then you seasoned it with salt and pepper and, and fried it. That was your hamburger. So ground meat was not something that they just had in a meat market or in a grocery store. It was a special requested item and they would grind it up for you. And salt and pepper, I mean, even today, if you made a hamburger and you only put salt and pepper on it while it was cooking, it would be kind of bland. So in Cuba, they decided to spice it up a little bit. So one of the things uh, that was done at the time was, um, and you can still get this product, there's a canned chorizo sausage that you can buy that comes in a little can and it's packed with lard. So apparently what they did at that time was they took what they called the chorizo butter, which is the lard that had the seasonings from the sausage that was canned in there. And they would scrape that out and mix it with the hamburger. So you'd get all those good spices from the sausage and all that fat and mix it in. And then they added some other different spices, depending upon who the maker is. They may have added cumin, oregano, uh, paprika, smoked paprika, whatever, ketchup, anything mixed with a hamburger. They would fry that and serve it on a soft sandwich bun with chopped onions and shoestring fried potatoes and what is known as the special sauce. And that's the sauce that goes on this particular sandwich. Okay. And apparently these were so popular in Cuba that they started being sold on the street 
all over the place. You could get them anywhere. But hamburger was really expensive. So a lot of these street vendors started adding breadcrumbs to the hamburger. And one of the bloggers I read said that it got to the point where it was more breadcrumbs than hamburger and people stopped buying them because they weren't good anymore. So they lost popularity in Cuba and they kind of faded out. However, in Florida, South Florida in particular, there were a few Cuban restaurants where they made these. Um, and I think we we see this a lot in American cooking where restaurants will find a dish that's maybe like a common dish or something that you remember as a child or whatever, and they spruce it up a little bit and bring it back. So that's kind of what happened in some of the Cuban restaurants in the Miami area. They brought this Frida Cubana back and made it with really good meat and uh, really good chorizo sausage and uh, a really nice bun. And they, they made it into something that would be like a premium burger sandwich that you would go in, like you would go there for this sandwich. So after comparing a lot of the different recipes, and some of the restaurants had theirs online, I'm sure they're not exactly what they do, you know, because nobody wants to give away their double top secret recipe. So I, I was able to compare a lot of recipes and really come down to what the ingredients were between them, what the shared ingredients were. And this is between people in Cuba who were writing down the recipe, people that were remembering the recipe and, this, and restaurants. And I just compared them all and I came up with a good recipe and I tested it. And I'm telling you, this is a really good burger. So this is one you're going to want to try. And when you make it, you make it this way, the way that I'm going to tell you, you top it the way I'm going to tell you, and you're going to love it. It's just a very different, different flavors, different textures, and a very delicious burger. So first, what we're going to do is we're going to get, I'm going to give you the recipe for the special sauce that you top the burger with, okay? This is fairly simple. Most of these things you probably have in your home. So what you're going to do, this has a ketchup base. I recommend using either Heinz ketchup or Heinz chili sauce to make this with. The chili sauce tastes more like a homemade type of a ketchup. Heinz ketchup is a little more tart than most ketchups. So this makes a really good base for this particular sauce. So you need one cup of Heinz ketchup, one and a half teaspoons of paprika, regular, one teaspoon of cumin, a half teaspoon of oregano, and one teaspoon of chipotle Tabasco if you want. You do not have to add that. That is completely optional. But one teaspoon of chipotle Tabasco. Mix this together well and then set it in the refrigerator to allow the flavors to blend. Now, another thing you need to make this sandwich is a can of potato sticks like the Picnic brand shoestring potatoes you can buy in the potato chip aisle. There's another brand I can't think of, and I believe they're just called potato sticks. But these are going to be a topping on your burger. Some places fry shoestring potatoes, actually like French fries to put on them. But most of the basic recipes say to use the Picnic brand because they're real crunchy and they're good. So they, they really work nice on the burger. Um, now for the burgers. You're going to need one pound of lean ground beef. And I say lean ground beef because you're going to be putting a pound of chorizo sausage into this and that's going to be fatty. So 
You need one pound of lean ground beef, one pound of fresh bulk ground chorizo sausage. I got some at our local meat market. It was very good. Worked perfectly. You need two tablespoons of minced dried onions, two heaping tablespoons of minced garlic, and I use the jarred kind, which makes it a lot easier, two and a half teaspoons of smoked paprika, one teaspoon of kosher salt, a fourth teaspoon of black pepper. And what you're going to do is mix all of the ingredients for the burger together. I used a stainless steel bowl. Cover your bowl with plastic wrap or foil and refrigerate that for one or two hours so that the flavors can blend. And then we're going to make these into the burgers. Also for this burger, you're going to need an onion diced up for topping, and you're going to need nice soft hamburger buns. I made six burgers from this recipe. You could make eight if you're making a smaller burger, but I made six about third pound burgers from this, okay? So once your burger has had a couple of hours to meld in the refrigerator, get that out and we're going to cook these in a large skillet over medium heat, medium low heat, Divide equally into six or eight patties and pat down. And you want to make them, oh, a nice thickness uh, when you pat them down like a half inch thick and put them in the skillet. You don't have to put any fat or anything in the skillet because believe me, it's going to be in there from cooking. And you're going to fry them until they're cooked the way you like them. I would say medium is perfect for these. I wouldn't go anything beyond medium. I wouldn't go rare because of the pork really. Um, because if you do, it's going to be very fatty. But I would go about medium because they stayed very nice and juicy and um, they were nicely browned on the outside. Okay, so cook your burgers. And now when your burgers are cooked, you're going to assemble. So what you're going to do is um, open your bun. You're going to put a little bit of special sauce on the bottom of the bun. You're going to set the burger on there. You're going to put a little special sauce on top of the burger then you're going to put minced onions and then the shoestring potatoes and then set the top bun on. Press lightly and then eat it. And it's the best burger. You're not going to believe how good this burger is. Don't add anything to the combination I just gave you. And don't subtract anything from the combination I just gave you. So if you say, oh, I don't want this on or I don't want that on. No, no, no. You have to have it just this way. And it is perfect. You, they have to be fried and assembled properly, and it makes an absolutely delicious burger that is a different taste probably from any other burger you've had. And that is the Frida Cubana. Make sure to check us out online on Facebook and Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse, on Twitter at Mobile Mary Mac and Mary Mac Podcast, on our website, MaryMacPodcast.com. And you can also find us in person at Standing Chimney the first Saturday of every month and every day at Steel City Craft Emporium in Pittsburgh, PA. Thanks a lot for listening if you did. And if you didn't, too bad for you.